welcome to Retrospection. In this episode, we're stuffing our pants with a couple of ferrets and strolling through Epping Forest pretending it's the mystical world of Beastmaster from 1982. We've all done that. Yeah, even when we're not watching Beastmaster. Yeah, I do every day. Especially the ferrets. Poor ferrets. Oh, they love it down there. Not got any choice, have they? Not really, no. No. My name's Colin, and I've never seen a pilgrim use a staff the way you did. I'm legendary for my staff. Uh, usage, you know. Are you? I am, yeah. The way you use your staff? I've got to grip it with both hands because it's a big one. And my name's Paul, and the gods have put their merc on you. And someday, you'll find out why. Ooh, that was threatening. TMDB says, Dare is the son of a king who is hunted by a priest after his birth and grows up in another family. When he becomes a grown man, his new father is murdered by savages, and he discovers that he has the ability to communicate with the animals which leads him on his quest for revenge against his father's killers. Yeah, I suppose. Fairly yeah. accurate. Yeah. Stairs Singer as Durr. Tanya Roberts as Kiri. Rip Tarn as Mayax. John Amos as Seth. Joshua Milrad as Tal. And Rod Loomis as Zed. Or in America, he's called Z. Makes sense. Yeah. Panther, in this film, is a tiger... Dyed black because tigers are easier to work with. Question is, are tigers that are dyed easier to work with? Or are they just really, really pissed off? <laughs> yeah, you, apparently you can see the stripes in a lot of it, of it can't you? When, um, no, especially on the no face. apparently about that. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the bits where he's drinking, isn't it? Because it washes it off on, the, on his face. Yeah, there's a bit on a mountain where he's looking in the camera and you're like, oh, that's a, that's a tiger. Well, to be honest with you, he, he's... Walking so close to this thing most of, for most of the movie, he's either got the biggest balls that you've ever seen in your life, or he knows something that that we don't know. Like th this panther's drugged up to its eyeballs. Tiger. Tiger. It's not a panther, is it? Looks like a panther, no. but it's a tiger. Yes, we talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, he must know something that we don't. I think. Yeah, probably. Poor tiger. Well, but I mean, especially walking so close to it with just you. I mean, all he's got on is a bit of a. Bit of loincloth and don't get excited well, so early in the podcast. He's hanging free there sometimes. I'm sure he is. All right. I didn't know there was. Well, I knew there was a TV series, but I didn't know there was a sequel called Beastmaster Two: Through the Portal of Time, where he travels to '90s LA. Apparently, so I've never seen it. I've never seen any of the sequels or the TV series. It's on YouTube. I might have to check it. It sounds terrible, so terrible that you've got to see it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what time travel though? Why? I mean, why? Well, that was the in thing, wasn't it? Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, I suppose it. Yeah, because it did so well for Masters of the Universe, didn't it? So they wanted to copy it. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I might check that out. Yeah. I did laugh that apparently HBO used to show it so often that people joked that HBO stood for "Hey Beastmasters" on. <laughs> Yeah, it used to be on a lot when we were kids, didn't it, as well? Over in England, it was always on TV. Well, this is the thing. I'm watching this, and I'm seeing the nudity and some of the guy bits, and I'm thinking, I don't remember any of this. So I'm considering the fact that I've only ever seen the TV version. Probably on the BBC. Yeah, probably. And you, yeah. you know some of those... The, the Beastmaster Broadcasting Company. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there were. There, I mean, there's, there's rather a lot of boobage in this movie, isn't there? Yeah. Mm, and we'll talk about that when it happens. But oh, um, I'll show you. Oh well, yeah. 
but yeah, I don't think I saw the the the, the nudity, and um, I'm sure that some of the some of the violence was 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 cut. I mean, there's not a lot of violence, but no, but I think it was. I mean, heads floating in in massive cauldrons and things like that. I don't I don't remember any of that yeah. either, to be honest. And this was made for kids. Apparently. Yeah. I, I, I don't actually own this film. I had to, I, I actually bought it on Amazon Prime. And it's rated 7 plus. Wait, what does that it mean? It means that anybody from the age of 7 can watch it. 7 plus. That's a weird number to choose. That sounds like just a random number someone's plucked out of the earth. 7 plus? I didn't even know that was a rating. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, you know my lackadaisical attitude to uh, parenting. But I, I, I would yeah. be a seven-year-old. You let your son watch Robocop when he was five. <laughs> no, he was six. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't let him watch Robocop. Um, I wouldn't let a seven-year-old watch this, would you? No. Scared for life. Yeah. So this was directed by Don Coscarelli. And you probably don't know some of his other work, but he's more most famous for the Phantasm movies. Um, I know the Phantasm movies, you cheeky sod. All right, well, you don't watch those kind of movies very often, do you, Colin? Well, shit ones. Shit ones, that's it, yeah. <laughs> well, you watch this. Uh, <laughs> oh, giving the game giving away. Giving the game away, sorry, sorry. I'll cut that. Um, and he also directed Bubba Hotep, so you know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got that. Budget for this was $8 million, and it grossed $14 million. That's a win, right? Mm, yeah probably back then Mm. yeah now you have to now apparently you have to do four times your budget yeah it's all weird now isn't it yeah plus you don't get movies made for that amount of money these days anyway do you not really well no you wouldn't get anything made for that no i mean you've got to say that all um eight million dollars is probably on the screen in this film they probably it's it's all in that tigers die (laughs) yeah keep redoing it do you think they had to they had to hand paint it? Well, how else are they going to do it? That's a brave soul that did that, isn't it? That must have been the owner did it. No one else is going to do it. That's true. You know, you're not going to you're not going to walk into uh, the uh, makeup trailer and there's like Matt Singer, Tanya Roberts, and then a bloody great big tiger sat there. <laughs> Get the interns to do it, don't you? First day on the job. Yeah. 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 With a hairdresser going, so uh, doing anything nice when the film's finished? <laughs> he won't be. Eating you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether you read this, but uh, on the day that Mark Singer arrived on set for his for his first um, bit of filming, the Russian burr that they were using went on a rampage and it attacked the handler and all the crew ran off. So they, they spent a bit of time capturing this burr and then the crew returned and then they just said to Singer, okay, we're ready for you now. Yeah. I think I'm really like, um, maybe not. And the handler was quite badly mauled, apparently. Was he? They fired him afterwards, I think. Oh, that's a that's a double worse. punch to the gut. That is, isn't it? Yeah. Not only do you get mauled yeah. by the bird that you're handling, but then they fire you because you got mauled by the bird that you were handling. Yeah. Did you read that the eagle would often refuse to fly, so they had to take it up in a in a hot air balloon and drop it through a trap door? <laughs> <laughs> There's a large amount of animal cruelty going on in this film. I, that was going to be one of one of the things I was going to bring up. Do you think there was? Uh, well, I don't know. Is there? Does it have a humane? I don't know. I didn't see one. Bit at the end of the film. Nineteen. What was it? When was it made? Eighty three. Was it eighty one? Yeah, I'd have to double mm. check to see whether it was or not. I mean, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be trying to almost drown ferrets in uh, quicksand, should you? No, no, probably shouldn't. No, I mean, he didn't sign up for that, did he? Nope. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis was the producer of this, and so he's done some classics, hasn't he? Um, 
I, I, it amused me that he offered the directing gig on Conan the Destroyer to Coscarelli, but Coscarelli declined because he thought the script was bad. He thought the script for Conan the Destroyer was bad, but this was okay. Well, maybe this was his benchmark now, his like low benchmark. He's never going below that, but he made Phantasm no. 4. Uh, okay. You know. uh, I, I clearly have no explanation for this man's logic. It's a bit strange. I mean, he sounds like a gangster anyway. Coscarelli. With his name. Don, <laughs> yeah. Don, yeah. <laughs> Big Don. <laughs> yeah. It, I also um, read that when Singer and John Amos saw each other on the set for the first time in costume, they just burst out laughing. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? I don't know which one's worse. I mean, at least Mark Singer's in shape, isn't he? Yeah, but you'd rather wear a bit more clothes, though. <laughs> what he's got, yeah. He doesn't get much, does he? <laughs> no. Uh, Tanya Roberts, this was um, just prior to her being cast in A View to a Kill. In fact, she got A View to a Kill because of this. Oh, because of her charms? But it had to be, really, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also, wasn't she, uh, she um, was it Sheena, Queen of the Jungle? That sounds right, yeah. It does sound right, yeah. doesn't it? So, so, so she has farm <laughs> for these type of films. Uh, did you read that Klaus Kinski was uh, Coscarelli's first choice to play Max? I can picture it, but by all accounts, um, and I don't think this is liable, the guy's dead now anyway, but um, he was a vile human being, apparently. So you're saying he would have been good in the role? Probably. Or... I mean, Rip Torn's, I mean, Rip Torn's great anyway. He's, he's, he's having a blast doing this, isn't he? You can see it. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, I've read lots of very horrible things about Klaus Kinski, and I don't think he treated his no. female co-stars very well, so... Yeah. Tanya, uh, Tanya Roberts often flirted with um, the child actor that played the little prince. Yeah. Wait, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did it to annoy Mark Singer. And, of course, the, he was just around that age, that kid. So he loved it. He loved right. it. Yeah. That's a win for him. Definitely. I mean, we'd have took it, wouldn't we? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a strange phrase you've used, but okay. <laughs> I don't think you'd have got it. I don't think I would either. I wasn't that lucky, Colin. No. And in Japan, the film is called The Miracle Master. Oh, it's not, because that's English. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the Miracle Master. Doesn't really... What miracles does he do? None. I suppose he talks to animals, doesn't he? That's a miracle in itself. Is that a miracle? Yeah. Mm. Right. We open with MGM's Leo the Lion making a statement on how he likes his food. How's that? Raw. <laughs> it's almost like we're professional <laughs> there, isn't it? <laughs> what? Hey? Laugh, yeah. Laughing at me. No, no, joke. no. It's a, you know, the way that you, you, you set the gag up. I, I, I knew where you were going, and then you paid it off. Professionalism. Yeah. 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 And then we get, like, Beastmaster title superimposed over images of animals, what do you think of the music? I have a problem with it. Do you have the same problem? There is a faint whiff or hint of Battlestar Galactica going on here. I thought at any moment, Lon Green was going to pipe up, there are those who believe <laughs> that life here began out there, far across the universe, with tribes of humans who may have been the forefathers of the Egyptians, or the Juns, or the Scousers. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought it was going to lead. But the, the worst thing is... It's not just that. Every time Beastmaster does something, those notes yeah. that are like Battlestar Galactica are the only ones they play. So every time it happened, I just kept going, hmm. 
rather be watching Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not. We're watching Beastmaster Galactica. I watched it twice. Yeah, I watched it twice. Mm, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, it was very distracting. I, did, I even to the point where I checked to see whether it was the same um, composer, and it's not. It's not, though. No. No, it's just very similar. Very similar. Because some witches... Why are those witches gyrating? They're a bit on, on the horny side, aren't they? They're like... like <laughs> witch dancing. They're like dancing around. And that voice must have been tough to keep up. I, I, I would try and do it now, but I'm, I'm, I'm sick at the moment, so I can't. It would kill me, I think. Do it. <laughs> you trying to kill me, Colin? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you, you're the voice expert you do it yeah but i was thinking like that that uh, yeah, we are the, that that hurts after like five seconds imagine doing the whole scene like that. that'll be me tomorrow after the podcast i will yeah they're an interesting design the witches because they it's like it's, it's like when you used to go out on a friday night and you're stirring at, at this hot woman at the bar and you're going to go up and talk mm -hmm. to her and then she turns out and, and she turns around and it's a guy yeah. And then you think, oh, your luck's in. <laughs> but the, this beginning of this film with like the pyramid and the witches, it, it kind of gives you an idea that it's going to be larger in set design that actually occurs later. Absolutely. In fact, the opposite happens really, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it gets smaller and smaller. So, what is it? King Zed? King <laughs> Zed. <laughs> So the idea is that is in the, an unborn child that has to be sacrificed. Yeah, go on. And it turns out that it's the king's child. That's right. That's going to be sacrificed. And Mayax, which is just spelled M-A-A-X. So I was calling him Max until I realized it was Mayax. I, I, I was thinking of him as Max the whole way through, to be honest. Oh, it's Mayax. So he's going to take that child. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When he walked in and he pulled his hood off and you see him for the first time, Mayax or Max... I thought he was a Vulcan. He looks like a Vulcan, doesn't he? Well, a Cybok. Cy that's what he reminded me of, Lawrence Luckinbill playing Cybok in, okay. in Star Trek V. Yeah. 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 And he, he, I didn't think it at the time, but I can see it yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. Like I said before, the Riptorn's having a blast here, isn't he? He's just, he's just going for it big time. Yeah. yeah. When he said, ah, demands a sacrifice, I thought, is he talking about a god or is he just like a pirate? Yeah, I know. It was hard to tell, yeah. right? Yeah, it was the way he said it. And then, and then we find out the panther is called Roo. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, isn't there? So you got Roo, God Panther. All right. It's, it's almost like they couldn't be bothered to think of names for things. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, it's looking good so far, you know, design-wise. Mm -hmm. I'm liking mm -hmm. it. And then the plan appears to be... They... they how do they sneak this cow into the king's bedchambers? They they tell the, the guards, like, oh, the king asked for this. Apparently he likes his milk really fresh. Wait till he finds out this is a bull. <laughs> <laughs> like, they sneak a cow in, and then the witch transfers the unborn child That's right. into the womb of the cow. That's right, and pours some weird glowing liquid onto the... The his the king the queen and the king so that they can't yeah, move. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I suppose if if when when this witch is sneaking this cow in, I mean, who's gonna try and stop her? She's a witch. And she's got a cow. And she's got a cow. Witch with a cow, even worse. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so they, she, they, the kid gets... T- the, the unborn child gets transferred into the cow by the evil witch. And right. then they cut, she cuts the baby out of the cow. Yeah, in the woods. And then brands it with a hot iron. Yeah. Kids' movies in the 80s, they were messed up, weren't they? <laughs> they were a bit, yeah. Because <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Like it is. Cutting the cow and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I felt sorry for the cow. Yeah. They managed to choose the one place in this massive woods where some passerby happens to be walking along. <laughs> Do you know what? All I could think of that if this was you and, you and you walked into this clearing and you saw it, you'd slowly just back away. And go back the other. I think any any sensible person would. Yeah, yeah. You walk in like dum da dum da. Oh, there's a cow. Oh, there's a witch. The witch is cutting the cat, and there's a baby going. Anyway, must be going. <laughs> That's a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bit, no, no. And if it was like the James Bond equivalent, you'd look at your bottle of beer. Yeah, do a double look, at, yeah. <laughs> look back at the cow, look back at your bottle of beer, and then just throw it. Cut to the pigeon on the on the on the branch. Yeah, yeah, you do a double yeah. take. Oh, better film. Yeah, yeah. So, so the guy he kills the witch. She didn't put up much of a fight, did she? Well, I mean, witches are good at spells and cutting cows open, but are they good at sword play? Obviously not. Obviously not. No? She just makes the sword go up in the air and come back down right in front of him. Yeah, and he just grabs it, what, stabs her. Well, if she could do that, why didn't she just make it come back down right on his head? Well, well, she's already wounded, isn't she, at that point? Because he stabbed her in the back. Now, this is... There's three witches, right? In the beginning of the film, yeah. And, and they, we get to the... It's not, so it's not the same witch that we keep seeing. We, so we see one witch, that one dies, then we see another one, that one dies, mm-hmm. and then we get to mm-hmm. the last one. Well, we don't know how many witches he's got. He might have a whole group of them. We've only seen three at the beginning. doesn't mean there's only three. What do you call a group of witches? Nothing, because they can turn you into anything. That's right. So you'd be very, very polite. That's that's the that's the good answer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a coven, by the way. I know. Oh. I've read that Terry Pratchett book. I know. Oh, you've read books. I have. But you gave it to yeah. me, actually. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> bit behind the scenes like info there for the, for the listeners. Here. I like to expand your mind a bit. Oh yeah, you expand it. All right. So is this bloke, he takes this baby, is he just allowed to just keep a kid without so much as a background check? Just take it home with you? What? Not even that. When he gets to the village, everyone's like, hey, oh, coo, coo. no one at any point says, hold on, where did you get this baby? And the way he thrusts it up in the air, do you get the impression that he's a bit unhinged, this guy? He's not, he's not all there, is he? He's like, got a baby! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Drop kicks it <laughs> over the goal. <laughs> Stairs, stairs running with it and gets tackled. <laughs> These villagers, the funny ways. Well, it, it, kids moving in the 80s, it wouldn't have surprised me. No, no. I mean, maybe they're always bringing babies back from the woods. Maybe at some point it's like, oh God, not another one. Another, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so da, we cut to like a few years later, don't we? And he's now a little boy. Yeah. And he uses his power against a burr for the first time. Yeah, two different birds I'd like to point out. Shot in different lighting, yeah. one that's got blood on its nose and one that doesn't have blood on its nose. I, I wondered whether I imagined that until I watched it twice and then I realised, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, it's, it's two different and it's it's not shot the same mm. way for some reason. Probably because the first one went on a rampage. So he got a stunt bird. Stunt bird. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Barry, come over here. <laughs> that was just sat, sat in his chair smoking a fag. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> growl, growl. A bit more effort, Barry. I knew I shouldn't have had that last beer last night. <laughs> yeah. He would have been burned at the stake, though, right, in this village for using that power. Well, that's why he sworn to secrecy. But he's not that secret, because when we cut to him a few years later when he's Mark Singer, everyone can see him talking to this dog. Yeah, but you're not going to burn him at that point. He's Mark Singer. He's all muscly. He'd go up like a rocket, though, wouldn't he? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There's not much fat on him. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But can I just point out that when we do see him later, and he slides down a rope from his home, which is on giant stilts. How do you get up there? And why are these houses on stilts? There's no river. Well, I'm guessing he gets up the the same way he comes down. He just climbs up the rope. Does everybody do that? I mean, there's some old people. What about the granny? It's like, oh, she sleeps outside because, you know, she's not getting up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think they're high up so that they look spectacular when they're on fire in a minute. Ah, okay. But also, like, if you've got these like vantage points with these high houses, wouldn't it be a good idea to have an observation point? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they've got... So you can see the hards. Yeah, they've, of, they've uh, got a wall. Jones. They've got a wall around this village, haven't they? Well, except for that giant gap. Well, yeah. They don't seem to close even when they know that there's people attacking no. it. Yeah. Yeah, they just get six old blokes with sticks <laughs> against this mighty Jun army that's coming towards them. Yeah, and he doesn't put up much of a fight, like that, that, the dad, does he? No, I just I just imagine them all lined up and then all you hear is, who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler, if you think old England's done? <laughs> it's like the dad's army of <laughs> rebels. Yeah, we're already making a better film. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, and then the Jun like, puts them on spikes. Oh, they don't like it up them. <laughs> well, funnily enough, those, some of those villagers do get it up them, don't they, in a minute? Yeah. Don't tell them your name, duh. No! <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, so he, he, he makes a big deal out of, um, he, I mean, he, he plays around with his sword, then he draws a line in the sand, and he stands there, and then they just rod him <laughs> over, don't they? Yeah, like, I don't know what he's mm. thinking. Um, this is the plot of Conan the Barbarian so far, minus the talking to animals, isn't it? Yeah, mm. pretty much. It's actually, it's, to be honest, it's the plot of every single one of these types of films, isn't pretty it? Pretty much, pretty much, Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't it the plot at the beginning of uh, Robin of Sherwood? It is. The TV series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, it's kind of the plot at the beginning of, of Kroll, apart from the fact that he's not a villager, he's a, he's a prince, isn't he? But it's still the same thing. Right. He's, he's, his kingship yeah. gets destroyed and all of that, doesn't it? Well, Beastmaster's a prince, technically. This is true. He just doesn't know it, does he? Yet. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets knocked out, mm -hmm. and his dog is killed, and the village is all destroyed. And then, for some reason, the Juns then put everybody on giant spikes, which seems like a lot of work. They just they uh, they just who, like sticking it up them, don't they? Who does that? They're like, oh, Dave, you got the short straw again. Just go around, stick everyone on spikes, will you, mate? <laughs> okay. Just going around going... Pfft. He's still there. Everyone's gone. He's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's just there on his own. And are, they, are they alive when they do this? Do they all have to stand in line and wait for it? No, they're all dead. He's putting dead people oh, on spikes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's the point of the raid? Uh, well, they burn everything. They kill mm -hmm. everybody. So what are they getting out of it? The Johns? I suppose it, it was maybe it was a, a slow week. They're just looking for something to do. Boredom. Oh, you know? I see. Boys' night yeah, out. Yeah, pretty much. 
during the during this this village attack though, we do get our first gratuitous boob shot, don't we? For no reason at all. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Like singers. <laughs> That's the whole movie, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. It um it's done in a because one of the guys rips off the top of one of the women as she's running away, doesn't he? It's yeah. it's done in a very um titillating way when it's kind of like you 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 know what's happening to this woman. Mm. Yeah, the eighties again, eh? Yeah, yeah. But like you said, the the dog saves him, even though it's been shot with an arrow. There's no way that that dog would have had the strength to drag Mark Singer. He's huge. Yeah, I know. There's there's a lot of animals performing feats that they couldn't possibly do. <laughs> there's a really good one in a bit, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> what's blowing up in these wooden huts anyway? Toilets. <laughs> the toilets explode. Yes, they do. It's all that. It's all that gas. That would make sense. But those... I mean, you wouldn't light a match after you've been to the bathroom. Yeah, that's a fair comment. Um, If they've got toilets in them, though, and they're up on these stilts, where does it go? Downwards. (laughs) Gravity's your friend in that case. Just don't walk underneath. Maybe these... uh, That's why they make granny sleep down there. That that could be the reason. Maybe then these these soldiers or whatever, they say they're called Juds. Juns. Maybe these Juns are sanitation people. You know, this 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 village has is, is been disgusting for years now, and they're there to clean it up. Mm-hmm. They've just took their job so way so too seriously, you know. Very serious. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing is to, like, strike the village down and then build it back up with a proper plumbing system. Yeah, they just forgot that bit. Right. right. Well, they may be doing that later. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't do everything on the same well, we day. We don't know because we never see it again. You know, they could have gone back. That's right. If it only right. It could be a lovely village, though, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Hot and cold running water. Yeah, yeah. Lots of death, spiked people, you know. Well, get rid of those. Flush them. Yeah, now, now you, you can. can. Yeah. But like you say, there's more deaths and lingering shots of these impaled bodies. Good solid kids for her again, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Were you thinking the same as me when he dragged when he, when he picked I hope up the not. when he picked up the dead dog and he carried it? It looked a bit real, didn't it? That dog. That's probably snoozing. It's a <laughs> trained actor. I think they may have given it something. No, it's a trained actor, that dog. It's probably best actor in the film. <laughs> you might be onto something there, actually. That, right? <laughs> so, so then he set, he, he gets him, he gets his uh, weapons together, and he's starting to set off on his whatever mission it is he's going to go on. Revenge, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, I guess. Couldn't he have found more of an outfit than what he actually puts on? Well, everything's been burnt, apart from that little leather skirt that he puts on. Yeah. It's the only thing that was left. Good job it fitted him, wasn't it? What was if like everything's birds except like the women's clothes? Oh, Spent the entire would... film walking around in women's clothes. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes on his quest for vengeance, doesn't he? He does, yeah. But there's always time for a bit of a uh, spot of posing to an eagle atop a mountain. Tossing his wood around. He does. He does. Yeah. Why is he doing Clim- this? Climbs to, cl- climbs to the top of a mountain and then stands there swinging a tree around. Why? Why not? If you can, you would. <laughs> I suppose it's like a big hero mo- moment for him, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's training. He's, he's, you know, he's flexing his muscles. He's building up his stamina and stuff. And then there's an eagle flying around, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was just going to say that the eagle sort of becomes his friend, and uh, he calls the eagle Sharak. It's a better name than Ah, isn't it? And yeah, Ru Ah. Sharak. 
Maybe they'd run out of ideas by the time they got to those ones. Yeah, boom, shrakalak. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, it would be good if he just did that. Um, ah, great pamphlet of the night. Esteemed beast from the wilderness, power and glory shall be your name. I call you Kevin. <laughs> what are these strange names and where do they come from? Yeah, Panther just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> just eats him. <laughs> Leaves him. Just eats him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back, Kevin. Kevin, I love you. So, so, so he carries on on his on his walk around, and then we get another staple of eighties fantasy and sci-fi: the obligatory quicksand scene, don't we? That was a thing, we do, wasn't it? Yes. At one point. Yeah, yeah. I love quicksand. We should bring it back. I don't think it ever went away, Colin. Does it not? Is it still around? It's still around. Right. Yeah. Um, but the ferret, some ferrets turn up and, and he mind manipulates them into saving him, doesn't he? Yes. And then he calls them Kodo and Podo. And he puts them in his bag. Ferrets in a bag. I suppose you can't put them down his trousers because he's wearing any, is he? No, no. So they have to go in the bag. In his ferret sack. In his... <laughs> I'm glad you're acknowledging that they do go down trousers because you, you debated me on this once. I remember. No, don't believe you. So the, the, that thing that he's throwing around, it's very glaive-like, isn't it, from Kroll? Yes, it is, yeah. But Kroll came later, yeah. so... So Kroll ripped this film off, believe it or not. Well, Gosh. allegedly. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, the, the weapon from Kroll and all that is from, like, a boomerang idea. I'm pretty sure it's around in nature. Same and, as this one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to see more gratuitous boobage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. Used to be your used to be your band name, right? Gratuitous boobage. I don't take my top off anymore. Oh, thank God yeah, for that. So, Da he meets Tanya Roberts's character, and he basically cheats his way into a bit of a snog, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a little bit um, over familiar. At one point, he's literally holding her down and sitting on her, isn't he? Yep. 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 Isn't she referred to later that we find out that she's some kind of warrior? Well, there's a, there's also something else we find out, which I don't understand about the ending, but maybe, you know, medieval times, it's fine. We'll talk yeah, about that. I'm, I'm sure it was fine back then. Yeah. 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 She goes off. Um, she tells him that she's a slave girl, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, like a maiden, a slave, right. yeah, yeah. Handmaiden, handmaiden. Is the phrase, that's right? right. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. And then the next thing is we get the whole bit with these weird vampire type creatures, don't we? Yeah. So he goes into this area that's got like people in cages, and then there's pots with heads mm-hmm. in, and then there is these vampire creatures. And what they do is they grab you and then dissolve you. Why have they got pots? <laughs> because they don't cook anything, do they? No, and they ain't got hands. They got claws. Um, maybe it's if they get if they have guests who aren't vampire creatures. Oh, that's thoughtful. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. But they're, so they're going to attack him and dissolve him. But then the Sharak, the eagle, flies in and lands on a symbol of an eagle, and it turns out like these are somehow half half eagle, half vampire <laughs> human creatures that uh uh, the eagle is the the god, I, I suppose, so, yeah. and they see that he is one with the god, so they give him a 
a symbol yeah. that he can he's okay with. Uh, I don't see the connection between these creatures and an eagle. No, well, I mean, you'd think that if anything, they'd worship bats or something like that, wouldn't you? Don't don't vultures dissolve stuff and spit bones out? You know, I think you might be onto something there. Yeah, don't think eagle the eagles no. don't do that though. No. Mm. Yeah, it's an odd thing. It's an All interesting right. design. That's one of the things I have to say for this film. It's like these creatures and all these these mm -hmm. ideas, they're all very nicely designed. They just haven't got the budget to do it well, have they? No. I, but you wouldn't expect to see it. I never expected to see a, a creature that dissolves people by wrapping its hands. No, no, not them. at all. You know, though you've had a few girlfriends <laughs> like that. But I wouldn't expect to see creatures like that. You know, the way that they uh, they spare all the bits once, once they're finished, when it all just drops to the floor mm -hmm. in a big heap. That's like me eating spur yeah. ribs, eyes. Is it? That's a lovely oh, image for our yeah. listeners. I'll, I'll sit back now while you're, you're driving your van or you're, you're sitting at home, think about Paul eating ribs and then spitting them out like some kind of creature from yeah, the Yeah, don't think about it too much because, you know, you don't want to get distracted. Not when you're driving. No. Um, no. Look out! <laughs> that's four people you've just killed there. Yeah. Just, well done. <laughs> um, the, you know, this, this scene with these vampire creatures, when I was a kid, this used to scare the crap out of me. I would have thought you felt at home. <laughs> well, because I like vampire stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, um, no, it did. It frightened me this when I was a kid. I I I like this film when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah. That's that's changing, but yeah. That's, uh, well, we'll see. And we get a big fanfare, don't we? As Da sets off again, and he, he sees the citadel in the distance. At the yes. back of my mind, all yeah. I could hear was that line from Holy Grail, where one of them says, "It's only a model." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that because it does yeah. look like only a model. Yeah, and now we get some child burning. Yeah. We do, because uh, Mayax has full control of the mm -hmm. place, right? And he's supported by the Jones, and he's sacrificing locals to a, the god. Uh, and as he's about to chuck a child on the barbie, there gets Sharak, the mm -hmm. eagle, to grab the child right. and fly it away. Now, an eagle can carry half its body weight. I'm pretty sure a child is heavier than that eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, Sharak, go fly that child away. Fuck off. <laughs> Do you think I have? <laughs> so, uh, 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 getting hot. He's <laughs> flapping really hard, up. hovering above this fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? we do get a shot of it flying away with, into the distance with this kid. No, no, we don't. No, we do. And whatever, whatever it's carrying, no. it's not a kid. <laughs> Are you sure that's even a real eagle flying? <laughs> not. Just a hand-drawn thing? It must be. It was the one that they uh, chucked out of the balloon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this right. thing's strapped in. Maybe that was the rest yeah. of the balloon. Yeah. But, and it's funny because this happens, and then Mayax, like with the skill of a politician, turns this around as if the eagle taking the child away was the act of ah. Yeah, I thought that was actually a, a nice moment when he did that. It was quite a, quite yeah. an amusing yeah. little thing that they did there. Yeah. You've got to take them when they come. There's not many. That's true. So, so yeah. Dara returns the child to his family in the village. Mm -hmm. They rescued him from the bunch of... What is... You know, you said about witches. What's the collective term for Juns then? Bunch of Juns, a cabal, a steaming pot of Juns. Jundage. I don't know. 
Jundage, yeah. I like it. I like that okay. one. Yes. Uh, then we get, we meet John Amos and yeah. the kid that's with him, yeah. who is the son of the king, second-born son. Yes, he's the youngest mm-hmm. son of the king. Yes, yes. And I've got to say, of everybody that's in this film, John Amos probably gives the the best performance in it of all the actors. He's the most natural, at least, because he just looks like he's tossing off every line, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. Basically. Yeah. Wait, you've missed a bit where because he gets attacked. Matt Singer, Beastmaster, gets attacked by the Juns. And the Juns have yeah. an eye ring, mm-hmm. a ring mm-hmm. of an eye in it. I like that ring. It's a neat little good. effect as well, because I couldn't work out how they were doing it when it opens. Yeah. I presume that there was like a yeah. bit of fishing line, really thin fishing line attached to it, and they just pulled it. But it, it looked good. It looked good. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they defeat, you know, they mm-hmm. defeat the Johns, Seth, and then Tal takes the ring because they don't yeah. know that it's an eye. So mm-hmm. he's got the ring. Just wanted to mention that bit. So the eagle goes, they send the eagle off, don't they? And it finds where they're taking Tanya Roberts' character. Yeah, it appears to be a totally different country. But the eagle flies over there and back in like about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's mountains and water. And let's be honest, Beastmaster looks like he's rolling through Los Angeles Park. Everybody's really American in this, aren't they? You know, when you get these, you get like... Fantasy movies, sword and sandal movies, where everyone puts on this cod British accent, don't they? There's none of that in this. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was kind of refreshing, actually, that, that nobody was doing that. You don't see that very often. Then John Amos says something like, oh, we will, we need to get a good night's sleep because the journey is going to be perilous. But then we cut another. We don't get the journey. Yeah. Damn, they've cut out all the perilous bits. I know. So they... They get to where Tanya Roberts is, and we get some evil monks or whatever they are. Yes, evil monks will do. Never no. kick an evil monk in the in the nuts. Apparently, just makes them more mad. Mm. Does it? Tanya Roberts does, doesn't she? Plus, you you kick one evil monk in the nuts, and then you have to keep doing it to others. You can't stop. You get the habit. God, no, 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 no. Not doing this again. Not doing this again. What sort of monks are they? Benedictine. I bet he does. <laughs> so she kicks him in the cloisters, right? She does, yes. Right in the rosaries. <laughs> yeah, rings a bell. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. No. 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 No, I'm not doing it. Uh, you've got to... No, don't. Got, keep going. You've got to Come say on. at this point that for an all-action 80s fantasy epic, what little action mm. we've had so far hasn't been very good, has it? No, the the no. the sword play and fighting it's um it's on a par with sort of bad fan produced stuff that you could see on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not great, and it doesn't get any better. Nope. So they sneak inside the citadel, and they have to go down this corridor, don't they? Where these these creatures in it? Yeah. Yes. And. I'm pretty sure that he could have just walked down the centre of that corridor because those things can't reach him. That's right, they can, yeah. But he he jumps on the... uh, He he grabs something on the roof, doesn't he, and goes upside down and pulls himself across. Yeah, is that action, Paul? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. You could have told me. No, no, no. These these heroes, they don't just walk into rooms. let's, Let's stop for a second and do a little bit of an aside thing. What do you think of Mark Singer? Um, I like him in V. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, <clears throat> <laughs> he always amused me in V. He always, um, whenever he was doing scenes, he would always put one leg up onto a chair in his incredibly tight jeans. Oh, I noticed that. I haven't watched in a long time, to be honest. But next time I see it, I will be observing this action. He does it all the time, and it's almost like these jeans are spray painted onto him. It's so they're so tight, mm-hmm. and and every everything he does is is kind of like he's the hero. You know, he's it's all big and macho. And, yes, yeah. You know, yeah. He's that kind of actor, isn't he? Yeah. He's very good in in an episode of Highlander, Colin. Oh, there you go. Mm. I will never know. You will one day. Uh, so the priests make these killer creatures apparently by strapping men to a table. Yeah. Fitting them with S and M gear. Yeah. And sticking a green leech into their ears. Yep. I've had a weekends like that, you know. I know, senior. Mm-hmm. I know. The scene in the cell with the witch climbing up the wall—I thought that was fun. Yes, and and um, you should put up Beastmaster is blinded by something that she, she throws in his face, so he can't see. But mm-hmm. then he uses the vision of the panther because he can see from the panther's eyes. Also, the panther can see from his eyes. That's right. And then he stabs her in the ceiling. Yeah, and that was a good—that was a good scene. Yes, that um, was. There's some good ideas here. Yeah. You can't fault it for that. Nope. You can fault it for most things, but you can't fault it for the ideas. Yeah. So they climb out of the cell, followed by S&M guy, and he's waving his <laughs> waving his arms around as he's chasing them. Yes, I don't know, something about that just made me laugh. Well, it's his grabbage. In case he gets grabbage. Yeah. Yeah. And as they're climbing down, he's trying to break. He tries to break the rope, but again, the eagle saves the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good this eagle. The eagle's doing everything. Yeah, should have been about the eagle. Eagle master. So then we get to a bit where he straps the ferrets to the eagle and they drop the ferrets onto the top of the, the building or whatever, don't they? Right, so because they're trying to open a gate to get out. Wouldn't it be funny if those that eagle just flew off with those ferrets and nobody ever saw either of them again? Ate them. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason he's sticking around with this beast master guy. He's got these nice ferrets. Yeah. Uh, we get a ferret munching on some guy's nuts. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, apparently, they're, they're renowned for that, you know. Well, if they put down pants, what else are you going to eat? Well, exactly, what are you going to expect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure ferrets are not renowned for eating people's nuts. I'm sure that's not. If I Google ferrets and it talks about the genus of them and their living habitats and the food and the mating mm-hmm. sequences, it's not going to mention, oh, by the way, partial to men's knackers. It's not going to say that, Paul. You, this is world you're living in again. <laughs> well, that's what I've heard. Yeah, who from? Uh, Ballers, ferret punchers, what? Punchers, ferret, ferret punchers. All right. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't help but worry when that blind... So they get the blind king out, don't they? Yes, they do, yeah. I couldn't help but worry that when that blind king was giving his speech, he got very close to that campfire at one point. I thought he was going to no, go up like a rocket. No one told him. Yeah, I was wondering he's still walking around, he's on fire, still giving his speech. Nobody's got the nerve to say anything to him. Well, he's the king, right? If this was a carry-on movie or a, a, a Monty Python movie, that's what that's what they would have done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, are we going to cast it? All right. Um, Beastmaster, who would you cast? It's either going to be Kenneth Williams mm-hmm. or Kenneth Connor. Has to be the one that's unlikeliest. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go, 
Kenneth Connor only because I would prefer to see Kenneth Williams play um, Mayax. Mm, obvious, but okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would play uh, Tanya Roberts' character then? Oh, well, that's obviously going to be uh, Barbara Windsor, right? Yeah. Because, you know, mm-hmm. she can she can exercise and her mm-hmm. top flies off. Yep, yep, I see that. Um, the witches? The witches? The witches. Uh, Hattie well, Jakes? Hattie Jakes. Uh, you get Hattie Jakes to play all three, don't you? Well, no, you do Hattie Jakes, and then you do... Uh, Bernard Breslau as one of them. Yeah, yeah, in drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, then you got to have like a surprisingly like really attractive witch, just to uh, make it weird. What about? And I can't remember. So it'd be her Shirley name. Eaton or someone yeah. like that. I was thinking of the one from uh, Carry On Cowboy. I can't remember her name. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she'd be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. There you go. What we call it? Carry on. Carry on beasting. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I suppose if you have to do the carry on, then yeah, because because really, if you wanted, like maybe for this one, they they dropped the carry on. They just called it. Oh, you are a beast. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, this king. Mm. Bit, of an, bit of an ungrateful git, isn't he? He's not only ungrateful; he's an idiot. That's true. That's true. We're going to, we're going to, oh, is it like, we're going to overthrow uh, Mayax and his priest. It's like, first of all, you're blind. You don't know how many people are standing around you. It could be two people and a donkey. That's right. For all you know. Mm -hmm. Two, you've already seen the power of these witches. They paralyzed you, dragged your unborn baby, stuck it in a cow. So how do you think you're going to win this? And then, then, then you're rude to the guy who just saved you. He's living Dreamland, isn't he? Yeah, who then goes off and cries? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's a bit upset. Yeah. There's really much. They just went like, oh, you're a freak. He's, he's, not, he's not exactly uh, heroic in this moment, is he? No, he's like, you're a freak. He's like, oh, no, don't call me a freak. <laughs> also, how does King's Head know? He, he, he can't see that he talks to animals and stuff. How's he picked that up? Maybe they've told him. Oh, they've told him. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Not only he talks to animals, he thinks they talk back and that you can see through their eyes. I know, I know. Oh, wait, quick, he's coming. Hey, Miss Master. All right. Let, let's just hope hey. that the only thing he's doing with those animals is talking to them. You, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Can you explain? <laughs> it involves sheep. <laughs> I suppose he's all right as long as there's no sheep. Why? Don't understand, you know, Paul. He's got, he hasn't got wellies either, has he? So he'll be all right. Um, oh, yeah. a carry on movie. You know who cast as this king? Who? John Pertwee. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can see that. It'd be better than this guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the eye ring opens and he starts listening to some of the plans that are going on, doesn't he? Yeah. I didn't like the bit where they st- he sticks the stick into the ring and bursts the eye. I don't I do not do eyes. Oh, no, you don't. But you do like sticks stuck in rings, though, don't you? <laughs> I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> Literally. Backwards. Yeah, backwards. I backed into it, yeah. Yeah. So this this king's plan, you know, this confident yeah. king who doesn't need Beastmaster, it all goes south and suddenly they need his help again, don't they? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So a villager comes around and says, oh, you know that king's plan? Well, he's been uh, captured. Uh, Tal's been captured. And uh, Kiri's been captured. They've all been captured, mate. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Wouldn't and it Beastmaster be... goes, ah, screw it. I don't care. That would be amazing. And goes off. That would be amazing. End <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Da-da, da-da, da-da. <laughs> <laughs> Just... there's, there's no reason why this film's two hours, is there? Why is it two no, hours? no. And and there's a real problem coming up. I know. So Dar rides in and he fights his way up the pyramid. Yeah. In a series of very stagey, not very impressive moves, from what I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there was a brief fight between Dar and Max, and Max and and Dar kills the witch. Right. Yeah. And the music through all this it suggests a level of swashbuckling that just isn't on the screen. Doesn't it? Yeah, the, the the music's being played by an orchestra watching a very different film. Yeah, it's pulling a lot of the weight for it, isn't it? The, the music. Yeah, yeah. But Max isn't dead, and, and luckily one of the ferrets saves Dar's life, and they both fall into the pit of fire. Yeah, so one of the ferrets is dead. Yeah, and Mayax is dead. So your main villain's dead. End of film, right? We can all go home now. Yay! I, I genuinely thought that this was the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd forgotten that... But then the second time you watched, you hoped it was... Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, I'd completely forgotten about the guy that killed his parents. Right, yeah. See... Whose parents? Beastmasters. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, oh, it's foster parents, not his real parents. Yeah. So these two events are unrelated. I uh, I, I was confused. The, these, what are they called again? Judds. Johns. Johns. Yeah, Johns. Johns. Not the Jugs. The Jugs. <laughs> That's very different. Very, they're, they're the villains who live on the other valley. Well, you see Jugs more in this than you do the villains. Um, That's true, yeah. They're not, they don't work for Mayax, do they? They're just completely unrelated, yes. aren't they? They, they? they don't at the beginning, but when when uh, Mayax becomes ruler of uh, of the land, right. the, the Juns then support him, yeah. They do, don't they seem to appear on the distance through a very unimpressively bad cloud of dust that seems to move as well? Yeah, mm. yeah. I thought that. I, I thought that. Okay, so, yeah, I thought that this was the end of the movie. Yes, no. It's not, no. There's a good, what, 25 minutes you left yet? Tw- yeah, 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 mm-hmm. 20, 20 minutes, yeah. So the, the, the evil jugs turn up. <laughs> evil jugs. And... Um, yeah. Nasty verses. Yeah, I know. Don't, don't, don't break them. No. Break them, you bought them. You don't want to crack them, do you? Nope. The evil army turns up and, and Dar convinces the villagers to fight them, doesn't he? He does, yeah, yeah. And he gets them to do something. He gets them to dig these pits and fill them with oil. Yes, yeah. Or, or the, the feces that has fallen from the latrines and the yeah. houses above, yes. It, yeah, because it explodes. It does. It does. It's, good, it's good that these uh, bad guys gave him just enough time to dig those pits and do all that before they turned up. Well, otherwise it'd be unfair. <laughs> is that what they're about they're all about a fur fight furnace yeah 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 luckily do i remember maybe they let them build the pits because they're only interested in the uh, plumbing system and that'll save them digging holes for the uh, pipes later. exactly yeah yeah that's what yeah. they're about isn't it yeah we've established yeah. that yeah do i remembers that medallion doesn't he that he got from the he does vampire yes people. from vampire. so that's why they're in the movie Yes, I've forgotten all about those guys. Because, or gals. Because I was starting to think I'd forgotten all about the medallion and the vampire people, and I'm and I was surprised yeah. when when they came back. Yeah, 
but before they come back, <laughs> did you did you see the bit where Tanya Roberts's costume got stuck under the drawbridge, so she just had to take some of it off? Oh, I, I didn't notice that. Oh, I was, did you know? I was too busy looking at you know. Mark no, Singer. No, I don't. Don't. No. Yes. Examining his loincloth. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, up to the screen, right in front of it. It's very well ironed. His loincloth. Where does he get? How does he do that? He's been <laughs> running around all this time. It's not dirty or anything. Not creased. Well, it's leather, isn't it? Leather's usually quite durable. So. You would know. That's true. So, at least with these fire pits exploding, uh, it looked a bit more impressive than that pyramid sequence, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Some of the sound effects were a bit questionable, though. There was one punch in particular where the sound effect went into overdrive. <laughs> I was going to say, there was, there was one punch. And went, That's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the fight the fight's going around the background. You just see punch walk across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> with, with a big stick and then chase bear crocodile. Oh, he, but he'd be all right with that because he could talk to it. Beastmaster. Yeah, yeah he, could talk, he could see through the crocodile's yeah. eyes. Yeah. Dad gets a one-on-one fight with a guy that killed his dad. Yep. And that weapon that the, the bad guy's using, and he starts swinging it around, it looks very impractical in a fight, doesn't it? Any weapon that you have to swing around is impractical mm. in a fight. In fact, doesn't at one point he impales himself on it? Ooh. You think he'd be up for that? That's yeah, embarrassing. he's up for impaling, though, isn't he? Yeah, other people. Though. Yeah, that's true. No one impale yourself. I mean, he's, he's not done anything wrong sanitary-wise, has he? No, no. no. But Dar kills him, and then the vampire guys rock up and finish off the remaining soldiers. They're eating good tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe he, he, he's upset because the uh, villagers, they wouldn't sign his insanitary clause. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, the young prince who got hit with an arrow in the battle, he turns out to be mm-hmm. fine, and Seth realises that Dar was the firstborn and that he should really be the king. Right, so let's think about okay. this. Dare is the firstborn, mm-hmm. should have been king, right? Yep, yep. Tal is the youngest <laughs> one, so he is Dare's brother. Yep. Tal and Seth refer to Kiri as their niece. That's right. So, uh, the end of this film. Oh, yeah. When Beastmaster and Kiri are getting it on. Uh-huh. Isn't she a relative of his? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. just checking. As you said, though, it was, you know, it was prehistory, things like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it was the 80s. Yeah, that's true. You know, Good point. Prehistory, yeah. the 80s, a lot in common, really, you know. There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 it is a problem. It is a problem. Yeah, thought so. But then again, I suppose... Why did they even do... I don't even know why they did that. Why make her a relative? Why is everyone related in this yeah, film? Yeah, she doesn't need to be related at all, does she? She could just be a, a warrior no. or a, a priest of... of Something or other, or, you know, no. or just a slave It's girl. like they felt they had to give Seth and Tal some reason to go rescue her. Yeah. Not that it was good enough, the fact that she was just a person who was being harmed. It had to be a relative to give them some kind of drive to do well, it. Let's, bit... let's face it, she doesn't have much of a character anyway, so they've given her... Oh, none at all, yeah. None no. at all, yeah. I suppose when you think about it, though, you had the first Star Wars movie were Luke and Leia. I know, granted, that the, they didn't, they you know... I don't care what he says, but George Lucas hadn't decided that they were going to be brother and sister at that point. But they're snogging no. each other, and then he retroactively makes them brother and sister. But it doesn't doesn't take away from the fact that they had a good old tonsil exchange at one point in that in that movie. That's true, but this film suggests that they're going to go off together. Well, you know, 
good luck with that, but uh, nobody wants to see those kids. That's all I'm saying. No, although, although I guess they didn't stay together because Beastmaster 2, I don't think she's... Yeah, she her. doesn't go back in uh, forward in time, no. does she? He's ditched no. her. No. Yeah. She's back at home with the kids, with the with the big ears and no chins, you know. <laughs> all right. But he, does, he doesn't uh, stick around, does he? He doesn't want to be king, so he's just happy with his animals and he wanders off. Yeah. He believes Tal would make a better... That's ruler. right. He gives his little, the prince his little glaive throwy thing. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. And we think he's going to go, and, and, and Tanya Roberts is like, oh, no, don't go, as you say. But it's all right. Yeah. She gives him a bit of a send-off. Yeah, she does. Oh, and the ferrets have babies as well. Well, one ferret has baby because he wants Yeah, that's dead. right, yeah. The father's yeah. dead. It never explained that they were yeah. they were male and female, did it? I suppose that's well. That's the cute. That's yeah. the cute twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's the end of Beastmaster. Yeah. So, Paul, what did you think of Beastmaster? Like I said, I always enjoyed this as a kid, which is weird because I wasn't really a fantasy fan. We we talked about this before. I don't think you were either. We have, yeah, a couple of times. We're not fantasy no. fans, and I'm still not. But this and Crawl were the two movies that I enjoyed that were in this genre. Mm-hmm. While I still enjoy Kroll, this was a bit of a slog, if I'm honest. It really was. And I watched it twice. It's very, very slow, isn't it? Yeah. There's no need for it to be two hours. It it, it goes no. on and on. And he walks over some more rocks. And it goes on again a bit longer. And some more rocks. Mm-hmm. The acting's terrible. John, John, as I said, John Amos is, is, is the best in it. Mark Singer's fine for what he has to do. But Tanya Roberts, I mean, those evil witches act her off the screen, don't they? I don't want to speak ill of the dead because I know she passed away last year, but quite recently, really. But um, right. she's terrible. She's, in, in fairness, she's, got, she's not got much to work with. Yeah, it's not real. I don't think it's no. her fault. I think it's just the fact that the script's yeah. terrible for her. Um, the action's dull. The sword play is, I suppose, you, if you wanted to be charitable, you'd call it basic. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I was just a bit bored by it, if I'm honest. Um, right. Unfortunately, disappointingly, really, because I did like this so much, it's not a hit at all. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. You? Well, I told you I watched it mm-hmm. twice. And the reason I had to watch it twice was I got halfway through it and realized not only had I stopped making notes, I had stopped actually taking anything in from the TV screen and switched off. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did as well. Yeah. In fact, I did, I did that more than once. The first time I watched it, I, I, I completely forgot to write notes for about half an hour. And I just thought, oh, I'll just carry on watching it. I can't, I can't, I'm not going back. So then I watched it again tonight, actually. And, right. I, and I zoned out again. But this time I had to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes you, you forget to make notes because you're so into what mm. you're watching. But no, <laughs> this, this is one of, those, it's one of those films where you go, oh, you know what, I need to, uh, I need to go make a cup of tea and do some things. I, and normally you'd pause it. But in this, this is one of those films where you go, I don't yeah. need to pause it. I'm going to wander off, do some things and come back. No, so I'm not missing yeah. anything. All he's going to be doing is crawling. He's walking over rocks or something. Or, yeah. yeah. Walking in some national yeah, park somewhere, yeah. pretending it's yeah. a forest. 
But it's weird because it has such great elements. Those creatures that dissolve people mm -hmm. are great. The eye ring is great. Like, so, so there's ideas here that are you like, if this was in another film, you'd be like, wow, yeah. you should see this. It's really cool. But in this, it's just so dull. And of course, Max Singer, he's not, he's, he's not a great hero. He's not charismatic no. or interesting. Mm -hmm. or, there's nothing about him that makes you go, yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Beastmaster. Mm -hmm. You should yeah. see him. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, he's just a guy who goes for a stroll. I, I think that this is something that could be remade and done better. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so me, this is a miss. Did we? Did we like Kroll? I think we did, didn't we? I think we did. Mm. I'd have to go back. I and think check. you had more reservations than I did, but I think ultimately we both kind of liked it. But Kroll is yeah. is. A cut above this by a, a, a huge standard, isn't it? Yes. It, it yeah, feels like a real is. film, yeah. Kroll. Yeah. 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 So, so that's our conclusion. Don't watch this. Watch Kroll instead. Or watch Beastmaster 2. It's got to be better than this. Oh. Uh, not really. Are you sure? No. no are you sure, there. pal? I'm going to find out, though. No. No. Yeah. Oh. Stay tuned. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you to our Patreon supporters and join us next time for another episode of Retrospection. Goodbye. Bye.